This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Picture at Los Angeles, 2016. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it. We just watched season four, episode 16, Two Road Together, which aired on February 18th, 1989. And is the episode where Dorothy just wants to spend some quality time with Sophia because, you know, she's getting older. And also Blanche and Rose kind of write a children's book. Well, they attempt to write a children's book and it, um, it doesn't go so well. No, it does not go so well. Because it um, actually turns into plagiary. Plagiarism. Plagiarism. Plagiary. Is that a word, plagiary? I don't... Commit, I guess... Oh, commit to plagiarism. To commit plagiarism. You're right. Plagiarize. Plagiarize. Is the act of, yes. Yeah. Is the verb. Plagiarism yeah. is the noun. I like plagiary, though. I like it, too. Plagiary. I actually, when um, when Blanche later in the episode says synergism, I was like, <laughs> uh, she's making that up because I've just only heard synergy. Yeah. Um, but then I Googled it and synergism exists, but it oh. sounds like the jism of a sinner, like of a bad person. Ugh. Oh, it's just don't worry about the mess in the corner. It was just we had a sinner over. It's his synergism. <laughs> Is that literally what it said? No, that's oh. just what I thought. Oh, oh, I thought <laughs> no. when you looked it up, I thought that's what it said. Oh, and I was like, like, oh my God. If, if like, if that would, that would have been probably the urban dictionary uh, oh. definition of synergism. The word synergy, I, I, you, you hear it used in a lot of like conferences and workshops and people who like <laughs> fill in words to like yeah. make them seem important yeah. and know what they're talking about. When in reality, it's just a weird way of just saying like, have energy and commitment to your work. Yeah, or it's just like we're on the same page. It's a it's a oh. fancy way of saying we work well together. Yeah, I immediately <laughs> I immediately judge someone just like I judge someone who says tomato. Sorry, British people. Oh. That what? was just my air freshener. <laughs> oh, I was like, is Fraser getting into a cabinet? No, it's one of those things that, that you know you have when you have a cat. Those automatic right. fresheners to of course. make things smell. Of course, nice. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening in, and also we have to thank someone for a donation. Yes, I hope I'm not butchering your name. Can but I say because I, I really like to say yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. We guys, want to thank. We want to thank 
Alexander Cavaluzzo. Oh, that was a good one. Thank you. I wanted to say it like that. Yeah. Um, thank you, Alexander Cavaluzzo, for <laughs> donating. And if you guys want to be like Alexander Cavaluzzo, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate to donate and donate a once or set up a ongoing donation with Patreon, who yes. we partnered with. And the next thing I believe we wish to buy are stands for our microphones. Yeah, we need stands because we're realizing that like if we shuffle during the podcast, you guys, there you go, you hear it. So so, yeah. like, we, we're not shuffling. We're actually sitting very still right now. Yeah. So that's next step on the list are microphones. And also stands. coming to your city. If you are in a major city or near a major city, we want to come to you. So we want to yeah, get some backers show. for this. And yeah. if, even if it's not through a donation, if you know people who maybe want to sponsor the podcast or maybe want to, like, support the podcast, some company, your business, a friend's business, et cetera, maybe there's something out there that you know that we don't about the Golden Girls that they might want to get involved in the podcast. Let Great point. us know. Great point. Yes. Uh, all right. Let us get into the episode. Ooh, let's get um, into it. So, uh, you know, Sophia, Dorothy, they returned from a funeral of one of Sophia's friends, her friend Edith. Let me just back it up a second and say, Dorothy, smoking hot. That outfit. Everything. She, she Every wore a lot of in black this. in this episode. Every outfit in this episode is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, her, like, she had on this, like, black like this gold and black low cut top, like straight across and then like a black shirt over it. But mm-hmm. that I love her in something low cut. It looked so, so good. I mean, because she doesn't have a chest, but at least she's like showing off what she does have. Yes. Yeah. She looked amazing. And I, I was wondering too, cause she did wear, she didn't exclusively wear black in the episode, but she wore a lot. And I wonder if it was mm. like, because she had been really like, focused on, you know, Sophia's mortality and the fact that she was getting older. I just wonder if she was in sort of just a continual state of, um, like, mourning. Interesting. Like, pre- preemptive mourning. You think she's that method? I don't think so. Wait, B. Arthur is a, or Dorothy Spornick is a character? Dorothy. No, B. Arthur, I mean. No, well, she wouldn't have chosen the clothing. I think it was Oh, the- I think she had a say in the clothing. Let's be real. Mm, maybe. I think it, it could have been a character choice, meaning, you know, if Dorothy's feeling this way, she might be tempted to wear black what do you wear when you are thinking about death i don't really think i mean i think about death all the time so it's just like whatever i happen to be wearing i don't really Mm. plan my outfits accordingly what about you well i went to a wedding last weekend and i wore my funeral suit because that's what i think about death is weddings what's your funeral suit look like black with a vest did it? Did you fit in with the other no, people at the wedding? Not at all. What were they wearing? Please say white white linen. No, they weren't wearing white linen, but they were. It was. It was a. Uh, they were. They were very fancy, mm-hmm. and they wore colors and tailored clothing. And I tailored wore... clothing must be nice. Yeah. So, guys, if you guys want to donate, you can go to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm taking the top off of my water bottle. You guys, might yeah. Hear so it Dorothy and Sophia second. come back from Sophia's best friend's wedding, and uh, Blanche and and, and funeral. Rose, funeral, <laughs> funeral. Well, it's, it's the same thing to me now. They're interchangeable. Yes, they're interchangeable. Um, and they uh, and you know Sophia's upset, but she's not distraught. She's but she's definitely upset. Yeah, like I mean, her friends are dying, and she says that she's gonna have to be friends with um, I forget the woman's name, but she's gonna have to be friends with someone that she hates because at this rate, you know, all her friends are dying, and then. And Dor- Dorothy's like, but but Ma, you hate so and so, and she's like, well, at the at the rate people are dropping, I won't be friends with her for that long. Yeah, which is actually a funny line. Yes, um, and Dorothy, Dorothy's, you know. Uh, after Sophia walks out of the room, Dorothy kind of makes a... Like oh, my God. She, <laughs> she makes a dramatic gesture in that um, she she says... 
Wait, what does she say? I she, didn't write it down. Uh, well, she goes something like this, where like Blanche says, oh, well, that's understandable for her to be upset. And then Dorothy says, I think she's upset for other reasons or something. And then walks slowly out of the living room. It's silent. Both Blanche and Rose are just staring at her like, what do you mean? Yeah, it was, there was a really long pause. I think she may have said something along the lines of like, she's not the only one or something yeah. who's upset or I don't know. But and in the kitchen, the girls follow her into the kitchen and, and Dorothy just basically explains that like Ma's 82 years old. Her best friend was 86 times a ticking. Like things are coming to, to a head mm-hmm. and, and she's worried that she's not going to have much more time with her mother. Yeah, yeah. I also looked on the IMDb page for this show and or for this episode and Sophia was 80 in the pilot. And now we're in season four and she's 82. So just a little math gone wrong. That's all. Um, just Maybe, a little math gone we wrong. We don't know if four years have passed. Maybe in Golden oh, Girls' true. time, only two years have passed yeah, since like they've lived together. Yeah, it's like dog years. Yeah. Yeah, that could be true. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she. I mean, it's such a relatable thing, I think. Like when you suddenly have this realization that you're someone in your family, your parents are getting older, your grandparents, and then suddenly you're just so aware of it and you just mm. want to like spend as much time with them as possible and you're you're maybe like appreciating all of those moments but you know i think dorothy takes it to sort of this level that makes sophia uncomfortable because well yeah because it makes her think about her death and she's not thinking about her death yeah you know i mean she is to a degree but she's also just like but who cares i can't stop it i'm living right and uh in the midst of all this rose tells a story about um, the magical land. It was like a story that her parents used to tell her about the magical land of it. what sounds like Flefuvenhaven. It is so sort of Scandinavian sounding. Dorothy literally <laughs> drops her fork. Like at this point, yeah. she's had it with these stories. Um, and she tells a story about like a mediocre tiger, but he was a man and there was a weasel and, and all this stuff. A lot of... Uh, Wouldn't it be weird if you had like... A mediocre man's body with a tiger head. Oh. Just the thought. We can yeah. 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 I mean, it wouldn't happen. If you could but. be any kind of animal, what kind of animal would you be? Mm, that's a great question. I would be a human. Is there that's animals? So See, you get it? You get it? Because it's like a thing. No, I, I would it. probably be. <sighs> I'm going to say the boring answer and say bird. So you can fly? No. So I can not get killed by things on the ground. Wait, bird. Why don't you think birds can ever get killed by anything on the ground? Because they're up above the they ground. They land. They have to eat. They do, but like you know, they, they they can get away quicker. So wait, you don't want to be a bird because you'd be able to fly. Which, when most people are asked if you could have any superhuman strength, what would it be? And they usually either mm. say invisible or flying. No, see, my superhuman strength would be able to put on glasses so I can see through people's clothes. I wouldn't want to do that. I would want to, we're going off the rails here, but I <laughs> would, I think I'd want to be invisible. I could go anywhere oh. I wanted. I wanted when I was a kid, there was a show called um, Wishing on a Star. Do you remember the show? No, Where, but I remember the movie Wish Upon a Star with Katherine Heigl. It's a Disney movie. Not this. Um, and and she, the daughter was half alien, half human. And her dad was like, Oh yeah, Wish Upon a Star, where she yeah, would put her fingers, put her fingers together. together. That wasn't she, Wish Upon a Star. She, what was it called? No, it was called... Um, Once Upon a Star? Nope, nope. It was called... It's something Star. 
No. Whatever. Oh. Who gives a fuck? So anyway, she'd put her fingers together. She would freeze time. And I, when I watched that as a kid, I always wanted to be able to do that so I could pull down people's pants. Out of this world. Out of this world. That's what it was yes. called. And I think Burt Reynolds was the voice of the dad in the last episode or something. Really? That's what I heard somewhere. Oh, well, the voice of the dad, I believe, came through in every episode. But Oh, Maybe okay. he was the voice, though. Maybe. That's yeah. interesting. Um, we could find out. There, there we, are ways. Gosh, where did we go? Um, oh, so she's in the kitchen, and they're talk- she's talking about how she wants to cherish every moment with her mother and, and how Rose's story actually helped her come to this decision because she was so bored by it that she was able to read the flyer that was left on the table. Yeah, a brochure, which gives her the idea to take Sophia to a cabin in the Keys, which... When Dorothy tells Sophia that she is going to do this, uh, Sophia's uh, right away immediately thinks that she's taking her back to Shady Pines, um, <laughs> which made me laugh. And then, uh, uh, but Sophia says that she wants to go to Disney World. That's like the number one place she wants to go. So Dorothy's like, all right, let's go. I'm with her. I want to go to Disneyland so bad. Well, they're going to Disney World. I know, but we live in California and it's the same similar thing. Right. Have you been to both? Yes. Which one do you like more? Oh, well, Disneyland is a better sort of, it's like the mall of Disney. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like a nice sort of day Disney moment. Whereas Disney World is like an immersive experience where you just go for a few days and you just get your Disney freak on. I went to Disney World. Our senior class in high school went to Disney World. Um, So I went there for a few days. And that's the only time I've ever been to Disney World. And then Disneyland, I think maybe last summer, um, I had a high school friend in town Ryan, who works for Disney. And so he brought me and Stan. And that's the only time I've been to Disneyland. But I don't really like rides. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. I went on the Indiana Jones ride, but my body was like clenched and tense the entire time. I will go on any ride. Um, The last time I went to Disneyland was with a frequent guest of the podcast, Elliot Glazer. And... uh, I went on the fair. There's this Ferris wheel. I don't know if it exists in Disney World, but at California Adventure, there's this Ferris wheel that isn't like a typical Ferris wheel in that it goes in circles. Like, it goes in a circle like every Ferris wheel. But the cars don't stay stationary. You know how Mm. most they just swing and it's fine? Yeah. This one was actually on, like, a track, so it dips down and it swings almost to the point where you're going upside down. We didn't know this. None of this. None of us knew this going into it. We went once around. We flipped the fuck out I threw up Mm. I had to have them stop the ride we went once around and I was like stop the ride and we got off the ride threw up in the little baggie went to I calmed down had some water went to another Uh. ride thinking I could go on a water ride that it would be nice the water you know air everything nope going around circles more barf then this is why I don't like rides then (laughs) no it's not but then (laughs) we went in Soaring Adventure over California you know it's like I've never been on it it's a visual ride it's like a screen you're on a seat and you're just looking at you're just basically flying over california and that's the whole ride threw up <gasps> again i kept throwing up. i feel like maybe you had a stomach bug or you no, it was definitely poisoning. a nauseous thing it was definitely like a motion sickness thing and so mm-hmm. i stopped i took some dramamine and then i was fine for the rest of the day Ugh. i the, after i i mean you you were like three times a charm after i got sick once i'd be like you guys enjoy the day i'm going home yeah, no, I'm not going to bail out on Disney like yeah. that. I'm like Sophia. I'm doing it. Well, there's a really uh, adorable moment. I just, I love Sophia so much in this episode because she's like, she's so sort of like put upon and annoyed the entire episode with Dorothy. Their dynamic is really cute where Dorothy's kind of like gingerly dealing with her, like like wearing kid gloves and, Ma, let's do this and that. And Sophia's just annoyed the whole time. I love it. Um, Dorothy's out of character, though. 
in a way. No, I no, because I, I think sometimes we see her like every now and then I feel like we'll get a story where you almost have a role reversal where yeah, Dorothy kind of right. feels like the parent and she's the child. I just wish she would get frustrated in the way she typically does a little bit more instead of just being like, ah, oh, ma, come on. Like, well, she's not going to get frustrated because she right now she's like her mother is precious to her even more so. Yeah. So she, you know, wants to make her happy. Um, but there's this great moment where Sophia calls the airline to confirm their tickets. Hmm. And she's like, um, also, uh, I just want to confirm that, uh, you know, once I'm actually at the gate, will there be people there to drag me away? Just like confirming <laughs> that no one there, that she isn't going to like, that Dorothy isn't going to get her all the way to the airport just to have the people from Shady Pines take <laughs> her away. Because last time Dorothy told her they were like going to some resort and she pulled up and like two men in white coats dragged her in. How far is Miami from Orlando? I don't know. Not far, I don't think. Probably not far. Well, they, they're taking a cat. Oh, no. Well, it could be like a... They're flying. Yeah, I mean, you could fly. Florida listeners, is it a, is it a frequent I mean, we could path? also just Google it, but... Nah, we're, we're talking, let's look, engage, yeah. engaging. But we also both pointed out when Sophia makes this call, she is wearing pants. like a violet, kind of a pastel purple pantsuit. A really pretty pantsuit. Or a pink suit. one. Yeah, with, with like a blue, like a robin's egg blue sort of like, um, a little purple actually. Yeah, it's kind of purplish. Uh, with like a little bow. It's really cute. And we don't see her in pants all that much. I no, like it. No, no. Um, then the button to the scene after they made this joke, you and I both looked at each other like, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Sophia goes as they're leaving their cab is ready to take them to the airport and as Space they're leaving Mountain, here I come and Dorothy goes ma no scary rides and Sophia says then we better call another cab because our drive is wearing a turban Ooh. and we were just like Ooh, 1989 Ooh. I mean in 1989 <laughs> Fun. And then this is where, for me, I mean, I don't want to say like the episode went a little off the rails, but like it is so bizarre to me. I mean, I know Blanche has dreams of being a writer and she yes. does the whole thing when she's trying to write a novel on no sleep and she calls herself Tiger Lily, that whole thing. Um, but then Blanche goes to Rose and she was inspired by her story. So she drew like the tiger guy and when she puts the notepad on the table, it looks like it was drawn by a child from what we can see upside down. Sorry, I'm, I'm reading a family member of yours comment on our latest video. And because uh, I'm checking, guys, we did a live video before this, if you didn't see it. And we asked people to leave us comments or questions and we maybe respond to them during the podcast. And one of them from Dot Doherty. <laughs> I'm going to read it. Please do. Just missed you guys live, dot, 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 bummer, dot, dot, dot. She but loves an ellipses, my mom. Thanks for the shout out. Howdy to you both. You both look adorable. But noticed the Carrie's, that the writing on Carrie's shirt was backwards. Kudos to Ben for picking up on that. We miss you, baby oh, girl. Oh, it must be. I mean, it's mirror image. Yeah. That's probably why it's backwards. That's really funny. Dot That's Doherty. not something we Who's can dot? actually fix. What? Who's Dot? That's my mom. Oh, your mama. Hi, yeah. mama. I didn't my know her name. I didn't know her name. My mom's name is Dorothy. Dorothy. As in Spornak. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So, Rose and Blanche, uh, they they uh, plan to write a book, a children's they're gonna book. They're going to write a children's book. Um, Which sounds like a... I mean, whenever Blanche and Rose team up for anything, it fails. Things go wrong. I mean, historically in this series, like, Rose and Blanche as a team 
Not so good. Here's where I wish they had taken this story. Here's what would have been more fun um, is if they, because we never actually see Rose write anything. All we get are illustrations, which is kind of the backwards way of making a children's book. You typically write the story, then yeah. you do the illustrations. But no, Blanche is just doing these illustrations. I think what would have been fun is if they were like both trying to like write and draw and I don't know. It just would have been nice to see them like creatively clash with their own styles. Yes. But that did not happen. No. Um, But anyway, we get to uh, the hotel, the Disney World World. hotel, which I pointed out, I thought was the same. It looks like the same room in the episode where Rose has like a near death experience and she gets an apartment with new girls, roommates. It also looks similar to the one where they go to the Burt Reynolds dinner theater. Yeah. It looks very similar. I also noticed because I was looking at the, you know, because they use the same colors, that sort of pastel pink. And I was like, huh, it kind of looks like the girl's house, but it's just missing something. And then I noticed these like, I don't know if they were ceramic, but these two giant ferns on the coffee table. (laughs) Um, And and, and in the scene, Dorothy, again, another amazing outfit, a black V-neck shirt, white pants. She looks amazing. God, I'm loving it. I want to be her. And I don't know. You want to be Arthur her. Be Arthur, her. Yeah. Um, oh, that sounded bad. Um, and she's also wearing some sort of like brooch. I don't know. It was. I love gorgeous, a brooch. Though. I love a brooch. Yeah. And so Sophia, they're in Orlando. Sophia's excited. She wants to go to Disney World. But Dorothy immediately pulls out old photo albums, old letters, slides. She wants to go out down then. memory I lane. I would have walked out then. Because I'm sorry, I'm one of those vacationers things where like if you're gonna just dilly dally around the the hotel, bye bitch, not doing it, leaving. Yeah, these are things that they could have done At when home. they got back home. Yeah. Why go all the way to Orlando just to... Also, like, you know? she checked luggage with a heavy, like, like slideshow machine. Yeah, she did. Like, that's a lot of work just yeah. to have a walk down memory lane well, that you could have Well, that's how much she loves home. her mom. That's not love. That's being a little bit overbearing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so then we get back to Rose and, and Blanche. This is the synergism conversation. and <laughs> Synergism. Um, uh, and Blanche shows uh, Rose a few more drawings, and she's talking about them collaborating and how they have synergy. And uh, Rose says that she has a few notes in the drawings, to which Blanche responds, drop dead. <laughs> um, and and she, like, Blanche just gets pissed. Um, because I, Blanche cannot take constructive criticism. Right. I also just can wrote you, down. Can you take criticism? Are you a good criticism taker? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. So, but are you a good criticism taker? Constructive criticism? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. If I don't agree, I'll say that I don't agree, but I appreciate your input. Yeah. I think maybe I'm similar. I don't know. I would like to think I am, but I'm not entirely convinced I am. That's also the trouble with work, with collaborating at any point with someone is that you have to, you know, you're yeah. going to have to like learn to make sacrifices and come to, you know, compromise. That's, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a marriage. It's like a marriage. Exactly. Not that um, I, no, I also wrote down Mookie, the sailor, which was like one of the characters in this story. I don't know. These are like some of the most interesting character names from a Rose story of yeah. all time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, then so we're back to the hotel. None of that goes very well. No. And uh, Sophia is at a point where she just wants to, 
just cut it off. Just go, run away. Yeah, because now they're going through slides. Oh, God, she's dying. And she has a really good, I don't know if I wrote down the exact line, but she has a really good line where she says to Dorothy, she's like, your life's supposed to flash before your eyes before you die, like not when you're on vacation or not before (laughs) you go to Disney World or whatever. Um, and then it starts to storm, yes. like right as Sophia oh, is like and Sophia, getting ready to get out. Sophia has a really funny line here where just as she's about to leave the apartment, the storm happens and she looks to the sky and she goes, why do you always have to take her side? Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. Um, Sophia ends up leaving and she finds herself in a piano bar in oh my the God. lobby. I fucking love it. Like Sophia at a piano bar. Any day. It was so, so sweet. Um, she, she, she moseys. She has her drink, a little cocktail. She moseys on over to the piano. Mm-hmm. She sits up and she just says, Sammy. She says, play it again, Sam. Uh, play it. From play it again, Sam. Yeah, she says, yeah. play it again, Sam. Um, who Sam uh, at the piano is played by Freddie Jackson, who is the singer of You Are My Lady. How does that go? You are my lady. That one, you know? Mm-mm. You're everything I need. I definitely do not know this song. But you don't I know, do you know. You are th- my lady? No, Did because you never I don't... listen to Magic 106.7 on the radio as a child? What the fuck is one of Oh, it's just at my, the radio station I used to listen to would play songs like Clearly this. Clearly I didn't because I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and we listened to 101.1. Did they never play Freddie Jackson on 101.1? Apparently not. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's I used to love that song. Um, so Dorothy comes down. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Whoa! Oh, yes. Sorry. He Before- starts singing. She, he starts singing a song, and you think at first you don't quite get the words because, like, I mean, you know what he's saying, but you you don't recognize it's the song. It's because of the style, the way that yeah, he's singing. Yeah, he sings it. it. He's singing it really slow, and then at the end, everyone gets it. Where he goes. It's a small world after all or something. It's a small, small world. It's a small, small yeah. world. And uh, everyone laughs. Yep, everyone laughs. Um, and then Dorothy comes down and Sophia tells her a story that is, I think, so perfect for you know, her trying to illustrate how she feels. And she sa- tells Dorothy when she was younger, she loved lightning bugs. And she always caught them in jars so we- she could watch them whenever she wanted. But they always died because you, you ever put holes in them. Take the the butt of a lightning bug and rub it on your face. No, we did that when we were kids. Why? So we'd be glow in the dark camo. Oh, that's terrible. It was awesome. That's awful. It didn't last. It didn't work. But it was. And still you were fun. killing them. Um, it's a fucking light bulb. It's light. It's lifespan is probably like a couple of days. Wow, a representative from PETA is on his or her way over right now with Come a at me. can of red paint. Come at me. The girls wouldn't like to hear you say that. They were all very, they were big I, animal rights you, activists. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If they freak out at me over a, a lightning bug, I can just point to the picture of Betty White scarfing down that pink hot dog and we can talk about animal cruelty. <laughs> Why do you sound like one of the designing women girls right now? Like Because oh, that was very... also part of my childhood. Yeah. So now I'm channeling. Um, so uh, <laughs> That is the night the lights went out. Enjoy. Right. Um, so Dorothy understands where Sophia is coming from. She kind of apologizes. And then we get back to Rose and. Wait, no, but they, they, they had a fun metaphor in that scene where, where Sophia sets up this story where she's like, I used to love to catch the lightning bugs and I put it in a jar and then they died because I forgot to put holes in the top. And then Dorothy, like in a moment of poetic sort of like, uh, breakdown, she's like, I think I understand ma. You. Are the ladybugs. And I was trying to lightning. put you... Lightning bugs. And I was trying to put you in a jar. But instead, I was suffocating you. 
And then Dor- or R- R- Ma's like, you really know how to ruin a metaphor. Yeah, or beat it to death or something. Yeah, yeah that was really cute. Um, so, uh, you know, Blanche is working away on her, her illustrations and Rose comes by with some sad news, which is that um, she didn't realize that all the stories that she's been telling Blanche were not stories that her family had made up. They were written by the, like, St. Olaf's version of Hans Christian Andersen. It's like, I think his name's like Hans Christian, you know, Wiedermeyer. In Rose's defense, and I'm sure you can relate to this as well, as a creative person, as a writer, I'm having it now where oftentimes I'm thinking of a story and I'm like, fuck, that's Dolores Claiborne or whatever. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Where you have that moment of like, I have a great idea. And you start writing it down and you start working and you start doing all these things. And then as you process it, you're like, Oh, wait, that's Gone with the Wind yeah, or you're whatever. Like, oh, gosh, it, oh, that's Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm remaking Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they are remaking Jumanji. They are, but, but yeah. The Rock says it's not like the, it's, 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 a, it's inspired by, it's not a remake. He's very defensive about that. But isn't it called Jumanji? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you can say inspired by. You, it's either a remake or a reboot. Jack Black, or a Kevin Hart. Or a sequel. You, you, have to look really, you have to look hard for Kevin Hart because he's really small. That was mean. That wasn't it necessary. Was. It was, though, because Kevin Hart. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, so, th- there's, yeah, a funny, so they, they, there's a funny joke in the scene where um, Blanche says, oh, we've written stories that have already been written. And Rose goes, if it makes you feel any better, Mr. Belvedere does it all the time, <laughs> which is a very smart joke for Rose. It is. I heard a story about Mr. Belvedere recently at a party. <gasps> Yes, yes. You, this is the, I know it's the same exact story you know what I'm I've talking heard. About? Yep, I know exactly. There's was... one story about the actor who played Mr. Belvedere that goes around in the Hollywood entertainment industry. I wonder if this is it. It was. It's. It's very simple story that he was doing some thing later on towards the end of his life, some performance thing, uh, commercial thing, and he was apparently a huge dick, like a huge, huge, huge dick, mm-hmm. like drama queen, and. Uh, that's really the story, actually. Oh. Yeah, what, what's the story no. you know? You have to share it now. Um, he was, like, wearing overalls, and he sat down, and he sat on his nuts and, like, screamed out, I just sat on my balls or something. And I don't know if I'm supposed How to tell that How is that a bad now. story? Because it's, like, funny, because he sat on his balls and hurt them and, like, cried out in pain, and it was like Mr. Belvedere just sat on his nuts. That's a... That's a <laughs> I thought you were going to tell, but I've heard like four people have told me that story no, independently I just, of one another. I just heard that randomly at a at a birthday party oh. this past week. Okay, someone someone in the industry. I see. All right. Well. Uh, wow. So we go back to um, Orlando mm-hmm. and Ma and uh, Dorothy. I like that you're calling her Ma. I, I, I'm enjoying it because I'm feeling yeah. very maternal towards her. I, I like Sophia it. is her. She is packing. She is so stealing fast. everything. Thing which I completely approve of and do myself. Now I understand the Bible thing. I didn't realize she was stealing stuff. I just thought she was trying to pack away all the cards and post no. all that stuff so Dorothy wouldn't pull it out. Stuff. That's why she took out the Bible. Do you and steal put stuff in hotels? No, I do it all. I steal everything I can. And even if I'm at like a, I mean, this is my truth, guys. But like sometimes those little hand towels at the gym they come very in handy, and sometimes I accidentally drop it in my bag. 
But there are some things that you, if you steal them, they still have all your credit card information, and they're just going to charge it. Yeah. I, well, if you're a, if you're good at it, like Sophia and I are, you would know what, like, what not to take? steal. Well, you take the soaps. Well, of course, but you, you're you allowed take, to take those. You take like the notepads, the pens, the okay. the things that like you know they're going to replace anyway. Right. Um. But you can't take like the robes and the towels. You can't really. She was taking the towels, which is a no no. She's yeah. caught for that. Obviously, anything from the mini bar. Yeah, the mini bar is not a good place to go to. Um, but yeah, you take the simple things. Yeah. And you know, those pins come in handy. Yeah. Okay. Matchbooks. Sure. Yeah. I can get behind that. Um, so uh, Sophie is talking about how bummed she is that they weren't able to go to Disney World. Because um, of the rain. Because of the rain. It was raining the whole time. And Dorothy says that they still have time to do one more thing before they go. And then we see this bothered me so much that they didn't take the time to make this a thing. We just see like stock footage or whatever of um, like the space mountain ride, uh-huh. maybe. And we hear Sophia's 80 yard voice just go. Now this is what I call quality time. And then we see literally a second and a half of like POV footage of someone on space mountain. Uh-huh. The whole thing lasted maybe five seconds. Maybe. What do, you, what do you want from it? You know what I want from it? You know the opening theme of Step by Step where that family yes. is on that roller coaster? They're not really on the roller coaster. They're on a roller coaster in front of a green screen. I'm just saying it would have been after all of this. Sophia's talked about she they're only really on wants to go on coaster. Space Mountain. No, they're not really on the roller coaster. No, they're not. It's green screen. After all of that, We're gonna all look that I wanted to see, it's like production. go to the production, just have them build a Space Mountain car. Put Sophia in it and fake no. it. Yes, I wanted to see her on it. I don't want to it's hear like, her it's voice. It's like it's like the when the when so when Blanche's car gets repossessed and it's being dragged away or whatever, and and Dorothy's like, I never got to ride in it. And they, uh, it's all the girls get in the car as it's being towed away, and then you have like outside footage of, uh, I guess. Gladys Feinstein or whatever her name was. And uh, you have a voiceover of Sophia going, eat your heart out, Gladys. Yeah, but this is different. (laughs) I like it. I wanted to see this whole episode. I don't want to see Sophia on the ride. I want to see Sophia like, woo! Like, I mean, I do, I do, but I screaming. I don't feel like I would have approved of the quality of what that could have been. I don't care. I I just thought like they had five seconds left. And And maybe, maybe Disney wouldn't allow them to do it. Because Space Mountain is a secretive ride. Like when that, when the What do you mean wouldn't be allowed to do it? To film within, there's probably... No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they, on the show, build a... They build a fake car. I'm not saying that they put a camera on her on Space Mountain. I'm saying like... Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they're not allowed to do it. Maybe there's some sort of copyright of Space Mountain stuff that you can't do that. That you can't like. Yeah, but they could have built something that just looked like a. I a guarantee similar you, there's some car. the way Disney is. I guarantee you, and if you're listening, we love you and love, thank you for letting us talk about a Buena Vista product. But if Disney, like, I'm sure there's something within Disney that they have a like a clause of saying no, you can't shoot like you can't do from the angle of the ride of of a Disney product. It's copyrighted. I guarantee you they probably Right, do. but I don't think they could stop them from just building, and I'm not saying they're building exactly the ride, but would just would stop them from building like what, you know, you see like a super tight shot of her in like some sort of 
silver But it's still, they know you're on car. Space Mountain. It's still a brand I don't think, product. But I don't think that matters. I don't think that matters. If the lawyer is they listening, were, But this was a point of this to show. This was a, this was, was this on ABC at the time? No, it was is on this, NBC. Oh, NBC. I mean... And if it they, wasn't a point of a. I don't they, think it was point they, of a they had to get approval. They had to get approval to say Space Mountain. They had to get approval to show that outside yeah. footage. They had to get approval to show that POV footage. I think it was a. I think it was a production question and not a licensing question, uh, or a production matter versus like whether or not they could have done it. I think mm. they could have done it. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever been on Space Mountain? Yes. It's amazing. Isn't yeah, it? I had a good time. Have you seen the YouTube videos? Don't. Of, I know what you're going to say, and don't do that. Don't do that to people. I know because that's just mean. Like, well, it's not mean. They, it now is. they're going to wonder what I'm saying. It, uh, they know. If you don't, I'm going to say it because like, now we have to. Thanks, Carrie. Well, people have free will. They don't have to click on it if YouTube they don't want to. There's a YouTube video out there Multiple of YouTube Space videos. Mountain with the lights on. So you see the secrets behind Space Mountain. Well, not even the... You just see what it looks like. Which is the with secret behind. Yeah. Sure, yeah. The reality of it. How do you feel about the Tower of Terror uh, going away? I'm actually very upset. Because I love the Tower of For Terror. Guardians of the Galaxy. Fuck. I didn't even see the movie. I did. I actually really liked it. I'm sure it's fine, but it's the Tower of Terror. Like, come on. Yeah. It's so It good. should be historically preserved, you'd think. You'd think so. Well, I mean, it wasn't a, it's not a classic ride. It's only, it's only been around for a couple, like, 10, 20 years. Like, it's not like, it's not like uh, the Haunted House, which has been around since the, like, beginning. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not... It's not one of the main rides. I feel um, like they should be able, they should be able to put it to a vote and let the public decide if something stays or goes. I agree. Yeah. Completely. What's um, your golden takeaway for this episode? Oh god, so many golden takeaways, but I think um my golden takeaway is going to be a rather serious one actually. Cuz I was talking about this on a show the other day, storytelling show, about how uh when you have had cancer before, which I have had, and you go to chemo and you're surrounded by death a lot, you start, you, you have a different way of thinking about death. And, uh, and you don't want to die. You definitely don't want to die. But like certain things that were scary before are no longer scary, like the prospect of getting hit by a car or a plane going down or just dying randomly in a moment. Or like even in my case, because I have six more years of possibly getting leukemia because of my chemo that I had, you know, the leukemia is a possibility. And so I, uh, the idea of death isn't scary because it's something you have no control over. Mm-hmm. You have zero control over how things go. So I do, I take Sophia's lot and it's just like, and I, I, I credit cancer to that, but like you, you just go by the day. You just cherish the little moments of like Sophia said, washing the vegetables together. That's where those mm-hmm. moments happen. You know, yeah. you don't set up a moment to for the possibility of you might be dying sometime because you don't know when that's going to happen so just be in the moment be present yay sophia that's my golden takeaway that's such a good golden takeaway that i don't even think i need to do one for this oh episode. no you should do one no your takeaway was that's that's mm. ta- that's the i would like to leave the listeners on that because that's was a, that good a golden takeaway. mic drop I, I think that's a golden mic drop. I'd tell you to mic it if we our pay, listeners no, hadn't are, paid for yeah, it. Yeah, these they're, are very, they're not nice we're not going to break these microphones. Oh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Yes, and if you guys are following along uh, with the podcast, um, the next episode we'll be watching and talking about is You Gotta Have Hope. You Gotta Have Hope. Just the Bob Hope episode. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really, good, really one. good one. The girls dress up in drag. To go into the men's locker room. <gasps> Is yeah. that this episode? And Blanche looks like right. the ugliest man ever. Right. Like, at least Rose and Dorothy, like, they don't really pass. They keep sort of their feminine ways a little bit. Like, I mean, Dorothy a little bit. But, like, Rose definitely. She just looks like a ridiculous woman. But Blanche looks like 
there's something about they hide her hair and so her forehead's really large and she just looks like a really bad man. Ooh, I'm I cannot recall oh, that. I know what you're talking be about. So but, much fun. Oh, wow. So if you guys have any questions about this episode or about you know the one coming up, definitely leave a comment on the Facebook page or message us or tweet us at tweet us um, at Golden Girls Pod or you can go to Facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast and on Tumblr, Golden Girls Podcast at Tumblr.com. Yes, and we're out on the Lanai.com and um, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Squid Eat Squid and I'm on uh, Instagram. Uh, Squidzy is my handle. And I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And if you guys, again, want to support us in any way, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate or you can set up an ongoing donation, a monthly ongoing donation with Patreon. And uh, please, guys, I, I know we haven't talked about it for a while, but if you wouldn't mind, if you love the podcast and you want to mm, see it do yes. well, please go to iTunes and rate and review it because that stuff's really that important. stuff's really important. I realize we haven't talked about it for a while, yeah, so because we forget do that because well. you guys are so constant that we love hearing from you. But it is important, so share the podcast with your friends, leave us a rating and review. Um, and again, guys, stay golden. Stay golden. I love you.